model? Can, how can we afford to do a 70% off offer in Africa? Because they've gone into this, they haven't just decided what they want to do. So yeah, 10% off, 20% is better, but the more you can give, you just need to figure it out and test it. Um, checkout process. We had a call the other day, so this is taking someone now, so we've got the ad to cart, we'll map to 10%. We can look at buttons, sorry, I'll come back a little. We can look at colored buttons. We see like grayed out buttons. So, and, and there's something we call above and below the fold. Oh, okay. And what I mean by that is, when you're on a phone or when you're on a, a desktop or whatever, do you have to scroll down to see the button? We always want that add to cart button or the checkout button, whatever it is, to be what we call above the fold before we have to scroll down because it's at the bottom of our screen. So that add to cart button, we like to sit half, three quarters down, but definitely above that screen and make it pink or green or white, not gray. I know gray looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I know your website being like black and white looks cool, but yeah. it's not about the consumer doesn't give two shits that your website looks cool. They want your product because they, it fixes a problem that that person got. has, they're completely sold, and they want that product as soon as possible. They don't want to look where the add to cart button is or scroll down three pages because they've got descriptions. And, and even Shopify will have themes where you print description, description, description. Find a theme or speak to a developer about making them in these little boxes that, that the consumer, when they're surfing, for more information on sizes, you click the button and it opens up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make your, your, your screen really, really long and you have to scroll all the way down to get your reviews or to see all the descriptions or, worst of all, to get to that to, 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 to make it yeah. nice and bright, a green button or a blue button or something like that. And then the next thing is, what is the actions after someone has added to cart? Once they've added to cart, does the screen move or does the button change to now go to checkout? Um, so. Uh, Bang Curry, we've had this issue with them to try and increase it. So what they've done now, they've, they've had the developer uh, make the checkout swipe in from the right. So the minute you press add to cart, you can the go screen changes and a little column comes at the side saying, here's your, here's your cart feedback, now. Isn't it? To know that you've done that. So that person knows, yeah. now, oh, I know where to go. Yeah. But we had that, I had a conversation the other day with someone who had conversion rates, everything was all okay until they got to uh, add to cart. And then when you press the button, the button even disappeared. Mm. And I was like, well, that was it. where am I supposed to go now? And he was like, what yeah. do you mean? I was like, well, I he's like, well, we go to checkout. Okay, how do I get to checkout? Just scroll back up to the top of the screen and you'll see a little cart box with a one on it. And we all see it. We, 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 I'm not saying we're not used to that. We all know that is. But yeah. why am I having to go and find it? Yeah, exactly. It seems really basic and simple to like, oh, well, I know. I just need to scroll to the top. But that just that slight small amount of time that somebody has to take to think about where they've got to go you can lose it's them. about we don't want to give anyone any no time excuses, whatsoever yeah in any type in anything it seems really trivial and really simple but it will absolutely impact on profits not having it optimized properly we don't think on amazon we don't think on these top websites the, br the brands that we all know and love that we go on to every day we it's seamless because they've made it seamless yeah so do your research go on to jjb sports go mm. on to harrods go on to john lewis go on to amazon see what they're doing in that purchase price post process because i bet you right now you won't know what they've done because it's so seamless yeah that you haven't even had to think about it but we all remember the ship ones where we haven't bought i really wanted that product i mean you, we've even 
not bought a product because it's been so hard to actually get through the process. Yeah, that's definitely happened to me before. And that's really, you know, that's really bad. So we need to look at the checkout process and make sure these sort of things are all done. Um, abandoned cart software. So there are two things that you can do. The hardest part of a sale, and, and it's actually something that we're very good at as an agency. Ding, ding. Yeah, one for us. <laughs> is we have something which is classed as the top of funnel, the middle of funnel, and the bottom of funnel. Top of funnel is that's your cold traffic coming in from your ads, Google ads, whatever it would be. Middle of funnel is the consideration process. So it's very hard usually to get someone to find your product from the new, especially if it's an ad, not so much on Google AdWords because if they're looking for they're really looking and thing. they're just doing a bit of research, but from a, yeah. from a paid Facebook point of view, they're looking at their dog one minute or their friend's dog or their kids that were swimming or whatever through posts. Next thing there's an ad. That person clicks on that ad because they go, something's gauged their interest. We've written the ad copy well. We've written the, put the images in well. And Facebook has optimized it very well to make sure that that person is interested. Yeah. Notice that, you know, yeah, everyone will sit there going, oh, I'm fed up with all these Facebook ads or whatever, but they're very well done. They don't annoy you, they're just there because it's so well done by Facebook that advertisers like yes. this. Unless you're just shit at targeting the right audience. <laughs> Unless you're shit targeting <laughs> the right audience. But that person's either burning money. Yeah, exactly. Or doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Um, so they've got in now it's, it's quite hard to get that person to buy first off time so what we then do is we do retargeting ads which is the second part of Facebook which is another thing of why you need to use as an agent to buy a course because a lot of Facebook marketers and businesses are doing it don't do the retargeting they're all going for the low hanging fruit to try and get an order from that first initial ad if you retarget them Facebook can be set up in a way to say anyone who views content views a product or ads to cart within a certain time frame, which we can choose ourselves and put it into Facebook, show that product to that person and remind them that they were looking at this product or added to cart, press shop now and come back and buy it. Yeah. So we get them in the second part of the process and then we can take them to the bottom of the funnel, which is getting the conversion, which is a retargeting ad again. Where we're, where we're really good at, simply because we know what we're doing and we actually give a shit, is the fact that we, we seem to, on most of our ads, for everyone, even not even e-commerce, is we get return at the top of that funnel. So when people are seeing it from the first time, we're still making our clients' money at the top, which is really, really good. And that's simply because we use the algorithm properly, we know what we're doing, we're making sure the website's optimised, we're using good copy, which is basically the text, and things like that. So... That's what people need to look at. So that's like an, uh, so the retargeting ad is like the abandoned cart yeah. stuff. Here's a stat for you: seventy percent of your ad cart of, of your of your uh, ad cart bounce or your ordered bounce. I can't remember what stage it, but basically, it's a it's a high amount. Yeah, and that might just be like you were saying before: is that people are just window shopping. And they're looking at different websites. So it's your purchase conversion. Yeah. So we try and get to 85%, but on yeah. average, it's 30% leave. So only 70% convert. Yeah. So it's we've got to get those back in. The other part of the software is if you're using Shopify or whatever, they'll tie in with things like MailChimp. MailChimp did leave Shopify in a way, but I think they're still there to do it on a basic term, is that you can then set up email. So if you've managed to gather the email address at uh, initiate checkout or whatever, and that person leaves, 
you can set up an email to say, hey, we saw you left this. And I had some the other day from people I was shopping on saying, and, and they're good. I, I use them as little reminders because we all just need that reminder. Something happened at the time. Yeah. Kids for a walk, kids for a walk, dogs for a walk, pick up the kids, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. So your abandoned cart software is something that's really integral and you need to. Uh, live chat software, depending on if people have got questions. I do use this. I was on Tiki last night and looking for a new phone for my son because he's broke. I can't be asked to talk to anyone. If I cannot talk to somebody on the phone, I'll try anything else. So it's a 24-hour live chat, one of these bigger companies. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't expect these guys, but then, you know, if you're only advertising to the UK, unless that person's up at 3 o'clock in the morning, they're not going to have a live chat anyway. Go on there, ask your questions, and just be ready to answer them. Yeah, and and it doesn't need to be, like, live chat software. You can even just get a like Facebook Messenger code, which is really simple to add. Yeah. And it's still going into that instant message territory, which is how people like to communicate nowadays, isn't it? So Yeah. Um, letting people know that your website is safe to shop from. Oh, that's an important one, especially in today's day and age, isn't so it? So how do we do that? We have a good checkout. We can implement the Apple, Google, PayPal. PayPal's really, really common. I use PayPal a lot. Um, I'm not so much sold on the Apple ones and the good. Not, not that they're not good, but unless you've got your PC or your phone set up to do it, it can be a bit of a blocker. Yeah. Whereas everyone's got PayPal nowadays. I'll always use PayPal. I, I do as well. Or the Apple one over, yeah. over things. So you're making that really seamless. And from the consumer's point of view, they know that you're legit or perceived to be legit because you're, you've gone to the effort of uploading those sort of software integrations. Yeah. Rather than just going, hey, we look dodgy, our images are shit, we're our website's pretty shit, blah blah blah, can you buy from us? Oh and you're gonna have to give you your credit card details. So as much as we can do on that having SSL as well, so that's where it's got like the padlock, isn't it, in the address bar. Yeah. If that's not secured, then why well, I mean I'll just leave the website there and then. Yeah. Um and then a few other things that we can look at is, I oh know this is going on for a long time, so 30, 30 minutes now. So easy to understand the checkout form, we've gone over that. Yeah, so people, Shopify, you have to fill quite a lot in, but Shopify allows you to become a member of the site. Mm-hmm. So you can log in or pay by guest. You probably see a lot of that happening now. Um, a lot of the time I'll just do guest, but then I have to fill more stuff in. But then psychologically, I also don't want to do the login because I've got to know I've got to do I've, got to, I've still got to go through that process of logging my details, which is just a bit annoying. Um, always show shopping cart content, which again is going back to that sort of thing that pops out of the side of your checkout. So when you've added to cart, something pulls out so you can see what's going on there and you can get rid of something or add something um, and do things like that. Um, and whoa, testimonials. Testimonials. Social proof and testimonials, yeah. Especially if you've got a product that's not really obvious to understand, like what it does. Yeah. Um, testimonials and reviews. Yeah. Is a really good one. Now you can you could upload things like Trustpilot and things like that, but that is also another pop up that can slow down, and it's a paid service. So depending on how big you are, you may not want to just have another cost. But you can just you know Shopify will have a review section, all this sort of stuff, and people do it. Four stars, five stars. And people are actually truthfully saying, you know, this product is 
especially for supplements and things like this, has actually fixed my problem, really like it, love taking it, doesn't take it, whatever it will be, that's something that's really important because that social proof tells us that other people have bought from it um, and they enjoy the product and you're just wanting reassurance that this is... Yeah, it might just be that last thing that somebody needs to be convinced whilst they're in that consideration phase. It's good consideration content, isn't it, in that part of the funnel? Yeah. Oh, here's, here's a review or... Here's a testimonial, okay, right, I need this, I need this product now. Exactly. Returns policy, make sure you've got a returns policy. Um, people do look at all this sort of stuff. And, it, and it's, you kind of have to have it all ticked off, but it, it is going back with, with all that sort of stuff. It is going to, going to a major website and just seeing all the things that they have. You know, look at the bottom of the website on the different things at the, at the checkout. It is, you know, our return policy, free delivery back to us or whatever, you know, because they people try things on, you know, I haven't, that Fabletics thing, going back to that, I haven't had one successful item yet because I've got my sizing wrong or whatever, so I've had to send everything back. And you want that to be seamless? I want that to be seamless and easy. A big one for me, I've not so much anymore because I'm trying to be a little bit more frugal, but ASOS, I used to order a shitload of stuff from That's next day, wasn't it? So if you're a premier, I think they call it premier customer, which I think you pay £10 a year for, Again, it's funny how all these businesses, another strand to their business is how do we set up some form of subscription for that reoccurring. Um, so yeah, next day delivery. And then it would be like, you'd get all of this stuff through. Uh, you can also pay with Klarna, so you can not pay anything for a whole month. It's not any like credit. I'll do that as well. I think I'll do that. So I can order loads of different things and loads of different sizes. I get it the next day. I try it all on because I can't be asked to go to the shops lockdown, COVID, whatever, it's more difficult to do that now anyway. Um, and then I literally put whatever I don't like or want back in that same bag and just either post it if it fits in the post box or just take it to the post office. Or I think you can even get somebody to collect it. Mm. So easy. Yeah. Well, I kind of wraps it up actually, because we've gone on quite, I, I, we might, this is 40 minutes, we might even make this into two podcasts. Okay. So we'll I see. think it's just so good and like all like so much cool value that we've provided that I think people are just wanting it and they're just here for it. We will, yeah, so yeah, we might keep it as well, might keep it too. <laughs> but we're going to be going over this sort of stuff, like as you get into these podcasts or watch it on YouTube, it's going over everything all the time and reiterating, you know, our podcast will usually come before because of some gripe we've had with a client or something that not an argument with a client, as in what I mean is there's something that's come out and we're like, that's a topic for a podcast. Some of them might be only five or six minutes long, but this is a pretty big one that we've had to really go over things quite quickly. Um, either one or two podcasts for this one, and the next one is going to be Legion, and you're going to do the talking more on that one. Am I? Yeah. Well, that's your yeah. bag, isn't it? It's my bag, Legion. Love a bit of Legion. So, yeah. Oh, um, that's, yeah, I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's a different strategy, isn't it? Ecom and lead gen, and those are the two main kind of strands that we work with clients on. So I'd love to talk about lead gen. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you took something from it. Um, you have to listen to this again, actually, if you're going to take notes on all the different things you need to do. But that's what we're here for. Um, we will see you on the next, which will either be number three or it'll be shooting to number four or five, depending on how I split this one out. It's quite. It's- I've already built up quite a few already. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to go and mint roll because I'm basically covered in video hair. Yeah.
Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.